we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. But anyway, God made us three-part beings just like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit when he made us. He gave us three parts, and all three parts are significant, significant to our existence. But we cannot forget we are three-part beings because each part has a role. Amen? All right. So Genesis 2 and 7 explains all of this. In this short scripture, we learn the three parts of man. Uh, Genesis 2 and 7 starts out and says, And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. All three parts in one passage. From the dust of the ground, God formed a body. Amen. This is where our body came from. With five senses, for man took contact all the things of the physical realm so that he could exist in the physical universe. This is your body. Look at somebody and say, take care of your body. You know you only get one. Amen. God made your body right, but you can mess it up. You can end it early. You better know that. If Hezekiah can ask God for 15 more years and get 15 years added to his life, that tells me that years can be taken from our lives. The Bible said, honor thy father and mother because this is the commandment with promise, that your days may be That tells me that the time can change. Amen. You in a gang and doing drive-bys? Brother, you sure? You're not going to live as long as somebody that don't do drive-bys. You drive drunk, you're not going to live as long. Amen. You keep getting drunk. Amen. See, folk, boy, they don't want this kind of message. Oh, no, man, when the Lord called for me. I mean, when the Lord, but what about when the devil called for you? He got a phone, too. Every time I see somebody dying, I always see the thing with the long prune walk up. The grim reaper. It's always the devil. Death is a, death don't work for God. Because Jesus can't rebuke somebody that's working for him, and he rebuked death. I'm preaching. See, y'all, he rebuked death, so death ain't on his side. How can death be on the side with life? If Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, if he's the resurrection, so powerful, you put him in the ground, everybody get out the ground. Boy, I'm preaching here. I don't mess on it. Let me, let me stay on the subject. Amen. <laughs> have to get the oh, I get involved. I'm going old school, boy. Okay, dust. <laughs> so from the dust of the ground, God formed a body. Five senses, amen, not six. <laughs> Somebody, but the movie, I thought it was six. No, that's five senses. For the man to contact all the things in the physical realm so you can dwell in the physical universe, amen? Oh, how many of you are in the, in the physical universe right now? Amen. Who's not? <laughs> I am, but I'm in the upside down. See things a little different than y'all. <laughs> uh, it's so funny that everybody's on this Stranger Things thing, but 
Y'all know that's nothing but Dungeons and Dragons. I used to have to pray kids out of the upside down. When they used to play Dungeons and Dragons, they get sucked into the upside down. This is back in the 80s or the 90s. Yeah, upside down is a real thing. Amen. That's too deep for somebody. In this same passage, the breath of life. God breathed into his nostrils, the Bible says, the breath of life. Then God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, imparting a spirit into man as the spiritual organ to contact and receive from God. So the breath of life was him putting something in man so that he could have perception of other realms or the realm where God was. He could communicate with spirit beings as well as the physical realm. This is the breath of life. And he can realize all things in the spiritual realm. Okay? So, now man has a body where he can do things in the earth. And now he has a spirit where he can go outside of the earth. Amen? Man is never supposed to become self-aware of his spirit. The spirit is reserved for God to use to contact you. Amen? Because once you become self-aware and and control your human spirit... You are operating in realms that you don't understand. So anything can pass from and through. And you get a head full of demons. Amen. This is when you go get your fortune read. Or using horoscopes. Or talking to uh, tarot card readers. Crystal ball readers. Anybody that's looking into your future. You are opening up. And opening up access or giving access to other realms to access your spirit. Amen. And you carry this stuff for the rest of your life until it's broken off of you. Amen. And, And most of the time, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but most of the time folks think it's God. They think it's God. Had a brother tell me the other day, yeah, brother, you know, I just, God is... Calling me to, 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 I just feel like he has something great for me. He's calling me to, to preach, man. He's, he's really, he's calling me to, to pastor, you know. Uh, I see a lot of people pastor. I'm like, brother, are you saved good? <laughs> and then how you call the pastor and you don't, you don't even go to church? I mean, if you were called a pastor, wouldn't he have you under a pastor to show you pastoring? But they think it's the spirit of God, but it's really some old witchcraft. They watched the wrong movie. They dated the wrong, slept with the wrong person. You got something in you, brother, and it's not God. It's another spirit guiding you. How do I know? Because nothing you're doing is lining up with the word. That's how I know. Amen. Can I keep preaching in here? Amen. You played uh, light as a feather when you was a kid. That'll put a spirit in you. Yeah, playing all them old bedroom games. Spinning the bottle in truth or dare. Uh-oh. Amen. Playing all that witchcraft and junk. Yeah. That's, that, that'll open up, man. Ouija boy. You play with a Ouija board? you think it's God. God is leading me to do that. And people that say that, I'm like, dude, every aspect of your life is screwed up. Every decision you've ever made is bad. Look at yourself. What? You think God led you to where you are right now? 
that's not God. You got the wrong spirit. Amen. Can I preach in here? Then finally, the Bible says that man became a living soul. Living soul. God made man with a soul. A physiological, oh, psychological, I'm sorry. Psychological part with a mind, emotion, and a will so that he could understand, like, and choose that is to have his personality. So your personality, you can understand, you can like, and you can choose. This is your soul. This is your mind. This is the part that's going to live with God forever. Amen, because you won't need the body and you won't need the spirit. Amen. Okay. Where's my body going to go? Why do you want your old raggedy body? Amen. I want to carry this body on to glory. I'm leaving all these freckles here. Amen. So I don't know, no, but this is your part, your personality, your mind, your soul, uh, your emotions, all of these things make up your soul. All right? So, in order to align our lives to God's way, we must examine each part of our being. So, in order to even get on the page with God, we got to make sure all three of our parts are in agreement with this. Y'all, this is what's wrong with the church. Write it. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. I pray that your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Spirit, look at somebody say spirit, soul, and body. Paul is saying all of you pray that the God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. All three parts. All three parts have to be in agreement. You can come in here and your spirit get Get full of the music and the ambiance and the atmosphere, and you just go to weeping and praising God. But if your body is still carnal, then you're not going to have peace because you're not sanctified holy. I know I just preached. Amen. Your body, you can run marathon. And your body be in tip-top shape. But if your mind ain't right, you're not sanctified holy. Yeah. You ever wonder how a man can get up here and preach the word of God? Folks come, get saved, everybody's blessed, and then he walk out of here and become the biggest whoremonger you've ever seen? That's because he got three parts. I just preached in here. And they all ain't sanctified holy. God sanctifies every part of our being to bring us peace. So when we yield, he sanctifies it all. However, we must be open to receive it and allow him access. Look at somebody say access. You have to allow him access to every part. That's the problem. Amen. Some preachers allow him access to their spirit so they can get the word but he, he can't access their flesh to get rid of that narcissism. So then they begin to use the church and the platform of God for popularity. Yeah, so you preaching a real word, 
You really are preaching a word, but you looking for fans because you're not sanctified whole. There's a part of you that you haven't opened up and given God access to. Yeah, this is why the devil tries so hard to put issues in our flesh. Amen. From a young age, that's why he tries so hard to get you overexposed to something, to get something in you, something way to make your parents divorce, make your parents split up, something, something to cause some kind of trauma to open up your flesh so that you'll begin to have desires and wants that God can't even satisfy. Then you come into the knowledge of the truth and get saved, but you never deal with that trauma or that issue. And so now you're saved, but you still suffer with that narcissistic or that all about me mentality. Because you're still dealing with the way you felt when what happened to you happened. You haven't given God access to that part. Amen. I wish we could see it in the spirit realm, folks, bringing suitcases to church. That's what it looks like. Trunks, sitting them down next to you. Folks tripping over your trunk. What's that? Well, that's, that's all the stuff that I won't let go of. I'm preaching in here. God sanctifies every part of our being to bring us peace. However, we must be open to receive it and allow it. Amen. You don't want to get old with issues. You know, you get old with issues, they ain't going nowhere. You get used to them and you begin to build your life around them. Well, now you know me, that's just the way I am. Amen. Isaiah 26 and 3, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. So God wants to keep you in perfect peace. You know what perfect peace is? All three parts at peace. Amen. You don't get the can't help it once a month. Going on a binge. Where's brother so-and-so? Well, you know he miss every fourth Sunday because every fourth Saturday he's shooting dice. <laughs> what kind of dice you shooting? You can't come to church the next day. What, what kind of dice is, what kind of dice game is that? <laughs> Amen. Dice, boy, that used to be a sin. What, what, did mother? You don't shoot no dice and be no Christian. You was down. Oh, the only thing you should be down on your knees for is prayer. You should be praying. You don't be rolling no dice on your knee. Amen. You know the older saints, they didn't believe in luck. They believed luck was a spirit. You could even say to somebody, "Good luck." What? 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 Get that off me. Oh, I mean, God bless you. You better get it right. Luck ain't going to be a lady tonight. Amen. No, no, luck was a spirit. Spirit of luck and debauchery and revelry. That's what that is, a bunch of reveling. Yeah, that's bad. Old folks didn't play with luck. Amen. I don't like luck either. I need some surety, something sure. Amen. God's word is sure. That's what I need. I don't need no dice with my future. I don't, I don't, I don't buy. What's the little cards they have at the gas station? I don't buy a lot of nothing. Because if I lose, I'm going to be mad at somebody. 
<clears throat> y'all took my dollar and I didn't get nothing. I'm, I'm very upset right now. I, 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 I start, old stuff will start coming back. Cussing, fighting, everything. It'll all come back. That's why I don't do it. I don't need the, I don't need the old man to wake up. I'll be worried about my money. Cost me $5 to get nothing? How much are lotto tickets? Uh, no, nobody want to say nothing. Um, you know, back when I played it, it was like, I, it, it was like 20 cents, something like that. Back when I back when I bought one. <laughs> so now Lotto is a spirit. Who is that? That's Lotto. You better pray against them. You get Lotto out of here. Lotto! Lotto! <laughs> Lotto and luck. Get out of here. I need goodness and mercy, not Lotto's and luck. Amen. Get them brothers out of here. <laughs> Anyway, Isaiah 26, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying stuff. (laughs) To correct what is wrong, we must go deep into the foundation of our being to break up the stony issues that are hidden within. Deep into the foundation of our being. This is what folks don't want to do, especially the older you get. I'm dealing with some older brothers now, you know, dealing with guys. And man, they, they just, a lot of them just feel like things have gone a certain way for so long it's just too late to change it. Yeah. Talking to a pastor one time, he's like, hey, man, I'm just going to quit pastoring. No, don't quit pastoring, brother. Just get up before the congregation and, and well, first sit your wife down. <laughs> then get up before the congregation and say, hey, man, we done had this going on for too long. My wife out, been out of control. All the women in here out of control because of that. I didn't take the right stand, but we correcting things. Next, we correcting things in 2019. Get up to He's like, nope, I'd rather quit than do that. I'm just going to quit. So, I mean, but can we, do we decide when we quit or is that God? I mean, did, see, that's where I get confused. Did God call us to do it? And now he's given us the option to quit? Just because we didn't do what we were supposed to do? Or should we be trying to correct it so we can keep doing it because God wants us to? Like, what kind of life are you going to have if you quit what God wanted you to do and stop doing what God wants you to do? Seems like that'll be worse. Amen. I get up and say anything the Lord tell me to say. I don't care. This is for the Lord. I work for him, so I better do what he says. Hey, brother, won't you come and, and, and speak on it? And... No, that's your job. Hey, when people do that, come try to bring me so I can blow the church up. <laughs> using me as a battering ram. Brother, you ain't using me. Brother, that's your call. And, you just go. and it was so funny, you know, for years when I was doing the Truth Find Hip Hop, I started figuring out that's what folks was doing. And I told my wife, I said, I think these folks are bringing me here to put everybody on blast because they're scared to. And I told you, I went to one church and was putting everybody on blast, and the pastor was hiding in the baptism. <laughs> Is that a true story? And I called, I said, where's the pastor? He up. I said, Where, where's the pastor? when he lay hand on every woman he laid hands on. <laughs> every woman. Now he get by in the name of Jesus, put his hand on his shoulder. <laughs> what have you been doing in this church? 
Everybody in the church smoked cigarettes. Whole church. His wife was on the keyboard, sound like she'd been gargling with broken glass. Her voice was so raspy. I was like, you one cigarette away from being mom's Mabley. You don't need to smoke no more. She was singing, oh, what she's singing like that? I said, when did Wheezy become a first lady? Wheezy Jefferson is on the keyboard, y'all. Wheezy Jefferson. <laughs> you need to quit smoking. If I tell the truth, the true story, whole church smelled like cool filter cane. Whole church. What, what is going on in here? And then you brought me to do the truth behind hip hop? Y'all, that's all a true story. My wife was right there. It was unbelievable. So to correct what's wrong, we have to go deep. Mark 4 and 5 says, And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprung up because it had what? No depth of earth. Some stuff is just not taking root in you because the ground is so stony because you haven't dealt with it. You got to deal with it to break up the foundation that is stony because issues are hiding in there keeping good things from being planted. Good things can't take root where bitter roots are. Can I preach in here? Because our folks can sit in church for 20 years and never change anything. Because there's roots in there, there's stones in there that they won't move, things that they won't deal with. Amen. Our spirit is what we use to perceive God and commune with him. This part of our being connects us with him, Job 32 and 8. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them what? So this is a very important scripture. Because what Job is saying, he's saying there is a spirit in the man. There's a spirit in all of us. He's saying, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Meaning, God gives understanding to this spirit. You don't. And you don't go get it from someone else. It has to be God because it's reserved for him. No one taps into, look, somebody say no one. Taps into your own human spirit or use your human spirit. And Job is telling you right here that the Almighty is the one that gives understanding to your human spirit. I know I'm preaching. Demon spirits attempt to connect with our spirit to block our communication with God. If you got a problem communicating with God, you got a problem reading the word, you got a problem praying, you got a problem talking to God. I mean, it seems like you just can't ever get it going, whatever. You got a demon. There's a spirit. Now, when you say demon, that don't mean your head going to start spinning around and you're going to float on the ceiling tonight and have to call me. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just a spirit that can be an oppressive spirit just blocking it because you've given your human spirit access some kind of way in the past. You could have smoked weed and done that because marijuana is a hallucinogen. It opens you up, so it removes your guardian and makes you vulnerable, your psyche vulnerable to other realms. Amen. And and a, a spirit could have come Set right up in your house. And every time you get the Bible, in the beginning. Every time I pick this Bible up, I just get demon just blowing in your eyes. 
in the be- <sighs> Well, <laughs> y'all laughing. I'm telling you the truth. It could have been somebody you dated was off into some stuff. They didn't tell you, but them spirits are familiar. They, they know. They went right through the intimacy bond, uh, uh, the intimacy. They went right through that connection and got in you. And now it's hard for you to understand the word. I'm in there preaching, everybody laughing <laughs> at the jokes. And that's right. And you just sitting around. Did you enjoy the message? What did he say? Yeah. Amen. Y'all don't think that can happen? Who was that that was praying and, and, the, and, the, and it was blocked? Daniel. And the prayer was blocked. Yeah, for 21 days. And, but, but you got to realize, where was Daniel? Where? In Babylon. Who did he work for? The Chaldeans. Sorcerers. You don't think they had his number? He had to open a window in, in for his prayer to make it out of the building? Oh, I preach this in here. Yeah, so some of y'all just victims. Stuff is getting blocked because something probably happened that you're not paying attention to. You need to get before God and ask him, Lord, what is this? Where did this come from? That's what I mean by making sure all three of your parts are lined up correctly or you'll keep having problems. Amen. I always call people, will you pray, brother, because I need this. Won't you pray? Well, it never works. They attempt to mimic God and must be tried in order to be discovered. So even when you think it's God, try it with the word. Amen. Amen. Try it with the word. That's what I do. I try it with the word. Is this coming from God? Well, let me try it with the word and make sure. I had one preacher tell me, brother, you know, I've, I just feel like God wants to bless me financially. He's going to give me a great big lump sum of money. And God is going to give it to me. I said, really, really? Why do you think that? Because so-and-so spoke it on me and he spoke it. Well, let's take so-and-so who spoke it and let's hold him up to the word. And then let's hold your desire for riches up to the word. Waiting on money. Sound like you want to be rich. Let's hold that up to the word. Let's deal with it. Then let's hold up the way you got your whole house out of order. Let's hold that up to the word. You ain't even working and your wife is working and you at home praying. Brother, we don't even have to go to the word. We can stay in the natural realm. You whack in the natural. All three parts, spirits, soul, and body. It's whack. Your body's trash because it's laying around ain't making no money. Your spirit is trash because you you ain't talking to God. And your soul is jacked up because your mind is messed up for you to even be in that situation and have your wife out there like that. Amen. Amen. So we don't even have to go to the Bible. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to pick the three part. Let's deal with the three part. What's making you make these decisions, bro? Let's hold it up to the word. First John 4 and 1, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are God. Believe not every spirit means don't believe any spirit without trying to see if it's of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. So man, if false prophets are going out to the world, false prophecies are in the world. 
If false prophecies are in, in the world, you're going to hear one. Oh, this dude laid hands on me and he told me this and this. He told me I was going to be a great man of God. Okay, well, let's get you a great job first so you can get some great food and great clothes. <laughs> you, these folk going to these churches and hearing these prophecies, prophet just came to raise money. You believe in what he said, took it to heart and kept it. Oh, this is for me. God's going to use me in a mighty way. First, take care of them warrants first. So you can at least travel to the place where God wanted to. But you can't even drive. How are you going to get there for God to use you? The word of God provides guidance on trying spirits to see where they come from. This is how we know what's from God and what's not. The word of, look, somebody say the word of God. The word of God is going to tell you the word of God. Not a word from God. The word of God. Because the word from God ought to line up with the word of God. The two need to agree. Amen. First John 4 and 6 says, we are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God, uh, he that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of what? Man. A lot of these folks are in the spirit of error. But it sounds so good, it's got to be God, right? Just because it sounds good don't mean it's God. Amen. That's why we don't do that in here. I don't have a bunch of prophets coming up calling people out. That's not necessary. Follow the word. Amen. Somebody won't. Oh, I can't wait to pass the let his guards down. So he can be, you shouldn't want me to ever let my guard down in front of your family. I'm protecting your family from some foolishness. Ain't nobody coming here and raise money. Our bills are paid. We good. Amen. We good with what you can give. Ain't nobody to rape you of your money. I'm not playing games with folks. And definitely ain't trying to draw a crowd. We don't have room for a crowd. We had a hundred people in overflow last week. We don't have room for a crowd. So I'm not trying to do that either. I'm just trying to teach you the word of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Our spirit is what we use to perceive God and commune with him. Oh, no, wait a minute. The soul is the sphere of man's will and emotions. It is the consciousness that will live after our physical death. So this is what everyone's trying to get, the consciousness. This is why they're trying to get you to upload your soul online so everyone can have a collective consciousness. That's what the Internet is for. That's what Facebook is for. That's why when you put a negative comment on there, most of the time you're scared to do it. Most of the time you just don't do it because you don't want to hear all the people. Well, everyone's programmed to push you into a collective consciousness. Everyone needs to think the same thing. I had a whole bunch of people over the weekend started emailing me uh, and telling me, saying, why do they keep kicking me off your accounts? My Instagram and my Twitter, they keep kicking me off. I said, because when I reached a certain number of followers, they start blocking people, making it look like I'm, kick, I'm, unfollow, or I'm kicking people off because they don't want me to get a certain amount of followers. And they do that with Facebook and Twitter. I, I, used, to, <laughs> I used to have way more Twitter followers than I have now. And one day, a thousand of them dropped off in one day. And they started emailing like, man, I can't follow you. They won't let me follow you. I said, they're doing it for a reason because 
following, you're following is influence. So when you get a certain level of influence, then they believe you're influencing too many people. And the devil owns it all, so they don't want you to have that influence unless it's for the enemy. And I'm fine with that. It's his, so I just take what they give me. I ain't going to court. Yo, y'all took my book. <laughs> Brother, I'm just glad I got the few thousand I have. I'm, I'm amazed at that. I can't believe y'all let me do that much. So I, so I don't complain about it because I know what it's for. It's for a collective consciousness to make everyone think the same thing. I don't want that many. If I get too many followers, then they're going to really get mad at me when I start when I'm telling the truth. Because I'm going to tell the truth. The number don't matter. I have the number because of the truth. Amen. I didn't gain followers showing my face and freckles and amen. I got followers because of what I'm preaching. So I'm not changing that. But they, they keep going in and deleting followers and different things because they want everyone. The internet was created for collective consciousness, for the hive mind. So everyone will think the same thing and no one will think outside of the box. That's why when you put something on there, go, oh, I dare you put something on there that's against what everybody believes. And they go, man, you're going to get slammed by a whole bunch of folks you don't even know. Like, Who are these people? They're bots. They created bots to disagree with you. They're not even real humans. They just want to put disagreement in you to make you afraid to comment outside of the collective consciousness. Amen. That's why I say it's so dangerous for folks to try to gain Internet fame. Because internet fame is going to eventually shut you down. Where you can't preach the truth. You will have a collective consciousness along with everyone else. And believers can't have a collective consciousness. We have a counter consciousness. Our consciousness belongs to God. So we believe the word of God. Amen. We don't believe what society is doing. But it is the consciousness that will live after our physical death. Ezekiel 18 and 4. Behold, all souls are mine. This is what God says. And the soul of the father, so also the soul of the son is mine. The soul that sinneth, though, it shall die. So he says, all souls are mine, but the ones that sin, the, the soul that sinneth is going to die. Amen. Meaning it's going to go to hell. Hell is going to be full of, it might just be, hell might just be a hard drive with a whole bunch of consciousness loaded on it. <laughs> hey. It could be, but if it's your consciousness, it's your mind. But our soul, mind, and consciousness gets corrupted by evil thoughts and desires. So evil thoughts and desires. Every time you sin, you corrupt your soul, your mind, or your consciousness. You implant something in there, and you, you, you put something in there that didn't belong, right? So it gets corrupted by evil thoughts and desires. Our decision-making is hindered when our soul is not fully yielded to God. So we have to yield our soul to God or our decisions are, are going to be inhibited. Right? Romans 12 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye what? Transformed by the renewing of your soul. That's pretty what, much what it's saying. Renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. So if your mind is not renewed, you have no proof of what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Yeah, these folks say they saved, but their mind isn't renewed. So they saved, but they still clubbing. You saved, still going to the club? Why do you even want what's in the club? Their mind isn't renewed. 
they can't prove what's good. I'm preaching in here. Yeah, they say they say, but all their music is cussing them out. You listen to music with cussing in it, and you say, well, everybody says a little word from time to time. No, they don't. I don't. Christians ain't supposed to cuss. I'm preaching here. I don't think about how you're looking at me. You're supposed to be using no bad language, and you a believer. Amen. And don't be using the slang bad language for the bad language. I'm taking, oh, you mother fudger. Fruitcake. I mean, just making up words. You might as well say it. No, you might as well not. Let me take that back. Somebody said, Pastor said, we might as well say it. So you, I got some right now. Lips just start curling up. Let's see. You shouldn't have said that because. Amen. Quit saying the slang and almost saying it. And mouthing it, but not saying it. Amen. You shouldn't be cussing. Get some control over yourself. Bible says if you can't stop cussing, your whole body's out of control. You get so mad that you just start cussing, your whole body's out of control. The Bible said that your tongue will set your whole body on fire with the flames of hell. That's Bible. I preach. Well, folk don't want this. Too old school. It's too this new stuff. I don't like this new stuff. This new Christianity where you can just be like the world, but just say you saved? What is that? Why, 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 why bother? Why, why would I be riding around listening to some quartet music, smoking weed and cussing? Well, you better turn Travis Scott on if I'm just going to be rolling. Why would I be in church praising the Lord with the ABC praise team then get in my car and my music is cussing me up? Man, I'm going to the club next Sunday. Do they have a morning show? <laughs> Y'all, I'm not going to hell from church. Oh my God, I mean myself talking about it all the time. I mean, man, I'm just going to go out there if I'm going to be out there. Amen. But something about you, you ought to be not be conformed to this world. You ought to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When your mind is renewed, it's going to show you what's good and acceptable and perfect. And you'll want to do those things. So somebody that's trying to be saved and still live like the devil, man, your mind is not renewed. So you haven't yielded your mind. Your spirit is all you can speak in tongues at the drop of a dime. You step on a attack. Man, just cuss. That's what you want to do. You're using tongues in place of cussing. Slam your hand. Man, you better. Just cuss. Don't just cuss. I got to keep going back and say that because somebody is taking it to heart. I was waiting on this sermon. Just wait till we get in the car. All right. Our body's condition will be the result of our communion with God and our soul's desire. I'm going to tell you how something funny. You know, I was preparing this sermon, and I was, I was looking at the little things that I was writing and then putting the scriptures on it. I'm like, man, this, this is going to be 10, 15 minutes. And I think I heard the Lord laugh at me. 
But I didn't say nothing. I just kept doing it. But it looked so short. I was like, man, this is going to be short. How long have I been talking? Okay. (laughs) Our body's condition will be a result of our communion with God and our soul's desires. Our body obeys the ruler of our spirit and soul. Y'all hear that? So our spirit and our soul, our body's going to obey who's ever mastering those. Yeah, your body's going to obey your mind, right? Yeah. You can think weight loss all you want. But if you don't get out there and do it. <laughs> you don't see I lost 10 pounds. You don't see it? Your mind, your body really believes your mind. Romans 6 and 6, 16, know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servant to, his servant ye are to whom, I mean, to obey his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of um, obedience unto righteousness. So whoever we lend our bodies uh, to obey or yield ourselves to obey, we become the servants of. So our mind, our soul, and our body, all of them can become the servants of whoever we're yielding them to. Y'all understand that? Summary! Correction starts with examining our total being, ensuring that we have a clear path to God, is the first, look at somebody say first step. First step in correcting things that are not in line with him. Ensuring that we have a clear path to God, all three parts. We must make sure that our spirit is connecting to the right spirit. The wrong spirit will speak the wrong things and cause us to make the wrong choices for our soul. We must try spirits with the sound doctrine of the word. When it does not reflect the word of God, it's not from God. Amen. That's why in church you just can't do whatever you want to do. Because if it don't reflect the sound doctrine of the word of God, it's not from God. Every spirit must be tried. This is the only way to protect our soul from destruction. If it hinders us or leads us astray, it must be avoided. This keeps our spirit strong and our will or soul submitted to God. Submission to God allows our body to stay under his control to bring him the glory that he deserves. Amen? Finally, Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech ye, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye do what? Present your bodies a what? Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the what? Renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Amen? You've been listening to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of the Adamant Believers Council in North Richland Hills, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at exministries.com.